Chapter Six, Part B of Organic Evolution. This is a LibriVox recording, and all LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Don Evans. Organic Evolution by Richard Swan Law. Chapter Six, Part B. Summary of Geologic History As human history is divided into ancient, medieval, and modern periods, so geologic history is comparably divisible into eras, the Paleozoic, Mesozoic, and Cenozoic. Human existence, however, far antedates written history, there having been what historians are wont to call the legendary period, but which is now pretty generally known as the prehistoric. In a like manner, there stretches back from the beginning of the fossil records of the Paleozoic, a time inconceivably vast, during which life must have existed upon earth. But the evidence for its existence is either argumentative, reason from the perfection which it had attained when legible fossil remains first appear, which implies a long antecedent evolution, or based upon the large deposits of limestones, graphites, and iron ores, which so far as our knowledge goes are mainly of organic origin. Precambrian Archaeozoic and Proterozoic the great legendary eras are the Archaeozoic and Proterozoic, the former of which is called the Age of Unicellular Life, for undoubted fossils of this time are as yet utterly unknown, and it has been inferred that the dominant forms of plant and animal life were all unicellular forms, Protophyta and Protozoa, a very lowly organization. In the Proterozoic, while known marine fossils are extremely rare and imperfect and almost indecipherable, they nevertheless indicate a very material evolutionary advance. The evidence is positive for the existence of marine algae among plants, some radiolarians, and tubes and burrows made by annelid worms. But because of their position in the scale of animal life, the tubes and burrows imply annelida, and these, in turn, the more lowly organized sponges, coelenterates, and other worms. This Proterozoic era, especially its latter half, may therefore be called the age of primitive marine invertebrates. Paleozoic, Cumbrian. By lower Cumbrian time, all the main invertebrate phyla had been evolved and possibly the vertebrates, as the fishes were well established by the middle Ordovician. The degree of perfection of the invertebrates at the beginning of Paleozoic time shows that more fundamental evolution had taken place up to this time than subsequently. That's per Schuchert. The main evolutionary structure of all invertebrate types have been established. Their future changes are mainly those of detail. Ordovician the Ordovician saw the rise of the progressive cephalopods and the first recorded fishes, with whose development the trilobites, the highest and most aggressive form of Cambrian life, began to wane, ultimately to pass out of existence with the close of the Paleozoic. 
the active and carnivorous cephalopods became more and more important during the ordovician and silurian to be gradually displaced by the fishes the cephalopods persisted however in considerable numbers until the close of the mesozoic when they were reduced to the comparatively unimportant place which they now hold by far the vast majority of paleozoic invertebrates were sedentary benthonic forms feeding upon microorganisms or organic debris though some were vagrant living upon the benthonic seaweeds and others like the starfishes were carnivorous the ordovician rocks give us the first meagre evidence of land plants for while none are known prior to that period the woody kinds appear before its close to the ordovician period therefore we owe the origin of two most important groups of organisms the woody plants and the fishes among the vertebrates silurian and devonian the silurian and devonian periods collectively constitute the middle paleozoic in contrast to the early paleozoic of which we have been speaking they also usher in two events of prime importance to the animate world the development of air-breathing forms on the part of both invertebrates that's silurian and the vertebrates devonian in rocks of silurian age we have recorded the first scorpion as well as fishes whose organization is in many respects similar to that of the double-breathing lung fishes of today out of this ancient lineage although we have not yet recognized their undoubted ancestors were to come the amphibia which in turn gave rise to all the later terrestrial vertebrates the devonian rocks also give us the first record of amphibian life in the form of a single footprint during the devonian the fishes developed wonderfully into various armored and shark-like forms so that the name age of fishes has often been applied to this period terrestrially the late silurian and early devonian were characterized by increasing aridity of climate which seems to have been the impelling cause in the evolution of air-breathing vertebrates through the drying up of the streams and lakes wherein their forebearers among the fishes made their homes the devonian was also the time of the establishment of the first land flora mississippian pennsylvanian permian the carboniferous which is now divided into the mississippian and pennsylvanian periods together with the permian constitutes the late paleozoic a time characterized in its earlier part by a mild moist climate which however grew more and more severe toward the close and culminated in the early permian ice age the carboniferous was therefore the great age of coal plants the vegetation reaching its maximum development in variety and in the size of the individual plants during the pennsylvanian period our knowledge of the plants at that time however is restricted to those of the low-lying swamps and we know nothing whatever of the upland flora the coal plants were principally spore-bearing of rapid growth and soft spongy woods seed-bearing trees and shrubs of many kinds were also present but their flowers were small and inconspicuous owing to their great carrying power the spores were very widely disseminated giving the forests a very uniform character the world over 
during the mississippian sharks were the dominant fishes in the seas and oceans they were of many kinds but consisted principally of the more ancient shell-feeding types which were subsequently almost wholly blotted out the pennsylvanian with its widespread coal swamps formed an admirable habitat for the development of land animals spiders scorpions centipedes ancient insects and snails among the invertebrates and amphibians among the vertebrates probably before the close of this period true reptiles such as had abandoned the ancestral gill breathing even in the adolescent condition appeared of this there is direct evidence and in addition the deployment of reptiles in the permium implies their existence during the preceding period in permian time the flora underwent a change harsher conditions following the warm moist climate of the pennsylvanian either destroyed the old cosmopolitan plant life or impelled its evolution into hardier sorts of vegetation a new flora then arose especially in the southern hemisphere where the change began because the ice age was here most dominant in early permian time and spread thence throughout the world this flora consisting mainly of modern ferns and conifers ginkgos and cycads became the dominant vegetation throughout the mesozoic until supplanted by the modern flora in cretaceous time due to the stress of climate the insects developed those wonderful larval adaptations seen in the metamorphosis of living insects that enable them to live through the winter in the resting or pupal condition the passing of the paleozoic which was marked by the culmination of the appalachian revolution also saw the extinction of many forms of ancient life especially among plants and invertebrates of the latter those which survived have altered little in the ages which have since elapsed while the vertebrates especially the reptiles birds and mammals have undergone practically their entire evolution mesozoic triassic and jurassic the mesozoic era or age of reptiles is justly so called for although all five classes of vertebrates that's fishes amphibians reptiles birds and mammals were probably present throughout its entire length the reptiles were the dominant forms of life during the triassic there were many kinds some partially or wholly aquatic others terrestrial the jurassic saw great numbers of reptiles inhabiting the land and the air and the sea and toward its close an immensity of size on the part of some of them which has never been equaled before or since on the part of either terrestrial or semi-aquatic forms the jurassic also records the first flying reptiles and reptile-like birds although the degree of their development again implies their existence during the triassic Cretaceous. The Comanchian, or Lower Cretaceous, witnessed the rise of flowering plants and the extinction of the reptiles of huge bulk, such mighty forms being as a race usually short-lived, geologically speaking. The Cretaceous proper, or Upper Cretaceous, saw the modernizing of the flora so that the forest plants would now wear a familiar aspect, although in unfamiliar combinations. The land reptiles soon reached the height of their specialization, and while not as huge as those which had gone before, exceeded them in grotesqueness and bizarre appearance. 
toward the close of the cretaceous more conservative forms again prevailed mammals were numerous though still small and unspecialized while the birds were essentially modern except that in all known examples they still retained the teeth characteristic of their reptilian ancestors with the close of the mesozoic which was marked again by great crustal changes the so-called laramide revolution came the extinction of the dominant reptilian types on land and sea thus preparing the way for the evolution of the warm-blooded mammals which were to be the ruling dynasty of the cenozoic as the reptiles had been the overlords of creation during mesozoic times cenozoic during the cenozoic era or the age of mammals the vegetation was of modern caste and life conditions in the main were similar to those of today although there is much evidence of a gradual elevation of nearly all lands with a consequent increase in aridity and diminution of moisture-loving vegetation this meant the great spread of grasses and a necessary adaptation to grazing habits on the part of such mammals as could do so and the weeding out or extinction of such as could not the widespread meadows also gave insect and bird life a more diversified habitat and therefore an evolutionary impetus eocene the eocene period immediately followed the extinction of the great reptiles then nature began afresh to people the world with terrestrial animals this time of the warm-blooded furry mammalian stock which had so long been held in check for though they had existed during the age of reptiles their evolutionary progress was virtually at a standstill the first deployment of mammals gave rise to creatures which served fairly well but were limited in their potential mentality among other defects and from eocene times an increasing value has been placed upon mental prowess in the struggle for existence these archaic mammals as they have been called underwent a brief career and were gradually replaced by the modernized forms whose brain power was capable of vastly greater development by the close of the eocene the replacement was practically complete and but a few survivors of the ancient mammals are extant oligocene miocene pliocene during the oligocene came the increasing aridity of climate which culminated in the miocene and with it the gradual elimination of browsing and the development of grazing types the miocene was the time of mammalian culmination of both numbers and kinds the pliocene with its increasingly hard conditions prophetic of the glacial age the formation of new land bridges and the severance of others was a period of great unrest many migrations occurred the world over new competitions arose and the weaker stocks began to show the effects of the strenuous life one momentous event seems to have occurred in the pliocene and that was the transformation of the precursor of humanity into man the culmination of the highest line of evolution pleistocene the pleistocene was the final period of the cenozoic when owing to continued elevation of the great continents the age of ice was ushered in with its long periods of devastating cold separated by warmer interglacial times when conditions were less severe and the great ice sheets retreated into their northern fastnesses the pleistocene was a time of wholesale extinctions when many races of animals were blotted out 
but mankind because of his superior mental attributes was able to survive and rapidly took his place as the dominant form of life psychozoic with the final retreat of the ice the psychozoic era or age of man began with a greater perfection of man's mentality and the assertion of his quote, dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth unquote. and the rise of world civilizations until their present purging in the holocaust of the world's greatest war end of chapter six part b Recording by Don Evans, www.lazuli.com.